Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefu is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in the preaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Amina. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you for a blessing. Baba sante kwa baraka. And the opportunity to be in your presence Na one more time. Kuwa katika uwepo wako. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for guidance, for wisdom, for revelation, for insight, for impartation, for the growth of your church. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, um, we are present on talking about how we can grow our churches tunaendelea kuzungumza jinsi ambazo tutakuza kanisa zetu there is one statement that i will not stop making and i don't want you to stop hearing and believing that if you are a pastor your number one aim must be that god will use you to build a large church kuna usemi mmoja ambao sitaki usahau na hii ni kwamba wewe kama mchungaji Bwana anakutarajia ujenge kanisa kubwa. Amen. Amen. If you are a pastor your number one vision must be for the Lord to use you to build a large church. Kama wewe ni mchungaji inapaswa kwamba maono yako ya kwanza yawe ni kukuza kanisa ambayo ni kubwa. Any other vision apart from this is inappropriate. Ukiwa na maono mengine kando na hii inaonekana kana kwamba haistahili. Because Jesus has sent us to become fishers of men. Kwa sababu Yesu ametutuma tuwe wavuvi wa wanadamu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has not sent us to start businesses. Hajatutuma tuanze mabiashara. To own cars. Ili tuweze kuwa na magari. To start schools. Tuanze mashule. Universities. Na pia hata viuo. Do water projects for people tufanye ili kuchimba maji kwa ajili all those are secondary visions for the ministry hizo zote ni vitu vinakuja nambari ya pili hallelujah amen i got what i'm saying unashika and of course you can even do those type of things more effectively when we have built a large church utaweza mambo kama hayo kwa njia ya raisi kama umeshajenga kanisa ambayo ni kuu when bishop dad started our church one of the visions that he had was to have an orphanage. Wakati ule askofu Daga alianza kanisa ya Lighthouse, mmoja wapo ya maono alikuwa nayo ni kwanza nyumba ambayo inapokea watoto yatima. And then he also had a vision to have trucks that would be running around towns and villages. Na akawa pia na maono ya kuwa na zile magari makubwa, yani lori kwa ajili ya kwenda katika mikutano ya hadhara. Those were dreams. Hizo zilikuwa ni ndoto. 
as the Lord has used him to build a mega church. All those dreams have come to pass. Today, the Lighthouse Chapel International has the biggest orphanage in Ghana. And, and I'm not talking about you know tents. I'm talking about huge buildings. And proper care. We have a huge hospital. Bishop Dark every month gathers all the beggars in Accra and pays them a stipend askofu dag kila mwezi anawakusanya wale wote wanaoombaomba mjini akra na anaweza kuwasaidia so the beggars have been registered kwa hivyo sasa wale watu waombaomba wanaishwa they come for a service na kila mwezi wanakuja kwa ajili ya ibada everybody a stipend for the month na yeye pia anaweza kuwasaidia kwa njia ambayo anaweza we renovate prisons tunaweza kugeuza magereza Recently during one of his crusades in I think Sierra Leone or Liberia he went to um, one of the prisons and it was terrible a condemned cell it was terrible and the Lord touched his heart and he has sent somebody from Ghana to go there to go and renovate the prisons for them Hivi majuzi katika mkutano wake mmoja wa hadhara ikiwa ni Sierra Leone ama nchi kama hiyo alienda kwa gereza kubwa na akaona hali ilivyokuwa mbaya kisha akachagua ya kwamba kuna mtu kutoka Ghana atakuja ili kuleta mabadiliko pale He has provided textbooks to all blind students in blind schools in Ghana Ameweza kuleta vitabu vya kusoma kwa wale watoto ambao ni vipofu katika mashule ya vipofu kule Accra Ghana And he's in the process of providing them with braille machines. Na hivyo tena anaenda kukuwaletea zile mashini za braille. You cannot do all this. Huwezi kufanya haya yote. If you don't have a mega church. Kama hauna kanisa kuu. Because you need money. Kwa sababu unahitaji fedha. And you even need people to help you. Na unahitaji watu wa kukusaidia. So pastors, concentrate on the first and first. Kwa hivyo wachungaji tuangazie kipengele Use all your energy, use all your intellect use all your strength use everything that you have first and foremost to focus on the church to build a large church kwa hivyo inatupasa tumie nguvu zetu zote akili zetu zote kujenga kanisa kuu and then all other things will be okay alafu haya mambo mengine yote yataingiana don't buy a big car now usinunue gari kubwa sasa when your church is struggling under a tent wakati ule kanisa yako bado iko ndani ya hema it makes you look out of place. Inakufanya unaonekana kana kwamba hauelewi nafasi. It makes you to look foolish. Inakufanya unaonekana hauna akili. Amen. Amen. That a huge BMW. Uko na gari kubwa ya BMW. And your church is in the dust. Na washirika wako wako ndani ya vumbi. That is not a good type of leadership. Hiyo sio uongozi inayofaa. That is the leadership of a child. Hiyo ni uongozi ya mtoto. It is children who are interested in toys. Ni watoto ndio wanafurahishwa na vitu vya kuwachezesha. When we are a pastor and you are I want this car, I want this, this is you are like a child who is just playing give me more toys. Ukiwa mchungaji unataka gari gari unaonekana kama mtoto ambaye anataka vitu vya kukufurahisha. When you come to my cathedral in Ghana. Ukienda kwa askofu kwa kanisa ya askofu is an old cathedral. Utapata kwamba ni jengo mzee. I use pews. 
Yeye anatumia zile form. It you, my Katibia used to be our first international headquarters. Hiyo mjengo ya ya Skofu ilikuwa ndio ile makao makuu ya huduma ya Lighthouse Chapel. And a lot of the things there are spots. Na vitu vingi pale vimeharibika. But since the last of our 5 years. Lakini kama imepita miaka 5 hii. Instead of using the money to renovate the cathedral, make myself I can make myself very portion big and buy Toyota Land Cruiser and Nissan Patrol and buy a Benz and have my driver and my bodyguard. Rather over the last 5 years I've been involved in 30 church building projects. Badala ya kutumia pesa kwa miaka tano iliyopita kujinunulia magari makubwa kama Land Cruiser, Benz na vitu kama hivyo, mchungaji ametumia hizo senti kufungua makanisa 30. Within the last year alone I've built 17 church foundations for our missionary churches. Mwaka uliopita peke yake makanisa 17 na huduma ya kufungua makanisa ametoa pesa kwa ajili ya hiyo. When you have a church building your church is strong. Wakati ule uko na jengo la kanisa uko na kanisa nguvu. And your church is rich. Na wakati huo kanisa pia And your church is stable. Na kanisa pia iko na usawa. Amen. Amen. So that is why we are at this conference. Ndiposa tuko hapa kwa ikongamano. And like pastor Jimmy was saying, you see, if you are here, any pastor who who is here, it is a sign that you have a certain good attitude for ministry. Na kama vile mchungaji Jimmy alisema, vile ambavyo uko hapa kama mchungaji, mtazamo wako tayari uko sasa. You are thinking about the ministry. Unafikiria kuhusu huduma. Because many pastors don't think about the ministry. Kwa sababu wachungaji wengi hawafikiri huduma. Like I was saying yesterday, they are just comfortable with the little that they have. They can pay themselves a salary, have money for their wife, look after their children, you know, a little car, a little house, and everything is okay, you know. And but Jesus did not call us to make ourselves comfortable. He called us to go out there and bring multitudes into the kingdom of God. Kama vile nilivyosema jana, haipaswi kuwa tu wewe ni mchungaji umejipatia pale mshahara na umetulia kuna senti za mke wako na mambo kama hayo, lakini inatupasa tukumbuke Kristo ametuita kufikia watu na kuwaleta katika ufalme. Hallelujah. Amen. Now this morning I want to press on and give some other keys for church growth. Asubuhi leo ningependa kuendelea na funguo za kukusaidia kwa ajili ya kukuza kanisa. Now the fourth key I've given three the fourth key I'm talking about is a church growth and the lay ministry. Kwa hivyo ufunguo ya Um if you want to have a large church kama unataka kuwa na kanisa ambayo ni you must learn to engage the ordinary people that God has given to you in the church. Inakupasa ustahili kujua jinsi ambavyo utaleta wale watu wa kawaida waweze kukusaidia kwa ajili ya hiyo. The problem with many pastors is that they feel insecure and they feel that they are the called they are the called men of God and all the other people are not called. And so they take all the burden upon themselves. Shida ya wachungaji wengi ni kwamba wanajihisi kutokuwa sawa wanajiona kana kwamba ni wao pekee yao ndio wameitwa na wale watu wengine hawajaitwa kwa hivyo mzigo wote unakaju yao But what you must understand is that under the New Testament all believers are priests Kitu ambayo inakupasa uelewe ni kwamba katika agano jipya waumini wote wamefanyika makuhani Amen Amen Matthew chapter 20 verse 16 Matthew 22 verse 14 Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 teach us that 
we are all priests for the Lord. Kitabu cha Mathayo 20, Mathayo 22 ufunuo wa kwanza na hata pia mstari wa sita unatuonyesha kwamba sisi sote tumechaguliwa kuwa wakuhani. So you are the main called servants. Hivyo, but the Christians who God has given to you they are also called. Ni kweli wewe umeitwa lakini pia hata hao waumini ambao wanakusanyika pale pia nao ni makuhani. And many of them have giftings. Na wengi wao pia wako na zile vipawa. Many of them have talents. Wengi wao pia wako na zile vipaji. Many of them have callings. Na wengi wao pia wako na mwito. That can help you to build a church. Ambayo inaweza kukusaidia pia kujenga kanisa. Who are lay people? Watu hawa waosaidizi ni kina nani? Lay people are the non-full-time pastors. Wa, wasaidizi ni wale ambao hawako pale kila wakati kwa kazi ya huduma. Your lay people are your doctors, your nurses, your workers, your students, your teachers, the ordinary workers who are working but are available also to do the work of the ministry. Wasaidizi wako ni watu kama madaktari, walimu, wakunga, watu ambao hawafanyi kazi ya kanisa kikamilifu, wana kazi zingine lakini pia wanaweza kukusaidia kwa kazi ya huduma. How many of you have such people in your church? Let me see your hand. You have such people. Wangapi wako na watu kama hao katika makanisa yao? We have workers, we have market women, feeders, tofauti, wanafunzi. Who are not full-time pastors but they are in your church. Can I see your hand? Hao watu hawako kanisani wakati wote lakini wako kanisani. Amen. Amen. Hmm? If you want your church to grow, you must deploy these people to help you to do the work. Kama unataka kanisa yako ikue, lazima ujue jinsi ya kushika hawa watu na kuwatendeza kazi ya huduma. We cannot use only full-time people for the church because they are limited and number two, it is expensive. Hatuwezi tu kutumia wale watu ambao wako na mwito na wamejileta pale kanisani kwa sababu hiyo kitu ya kwanza ni kwamba kazi hiyo ni kazi nzito na jambo la pili ni kwamba ina gharama ya juu. Sometimes you enter a church there are 50 people in the church and there are four full-time pastors with families in the church. Wakati mwingine unaingia kanisani unapata ina watu hamsini na kuna wachungaji wane pale na hao wachungaji ndio wamejitolea kikamilifu kwa kazi. And the whole income of that church is 10,000 shillings. So, how much is the senior pastor going to pay himself? How much is he going to pay the associate pastors? Enough for them to look after themselves. How much is he going to get to be able to run the church? So you create a crisis. You have several pastors who are with you. You cannot look after them properly. They are not happy. They murmur and they don't really love you and support you. When you ask them to go and start a church, they just take over the church because they see it as a means of their personal security. So there are many many of you who are sitting down here. You don't need the several full-time pastors who are in the church. Unapata matoleo hiyo kanisa ni kidogo kitu kama 10,000 na pale una wachungaji wane na hao wote unashindwa yule mchungaji mkuu atapata mshahara wa pesa ngapi na yule msaidizi atapata ngapi kwa hivyo unapata kanisa hiyo tayari ina shida imeshindwa kukua na washirika pale wanakuangalia kama mchungaji wanaona unajitajirisha peke yake kwa hivyo inapasa uwe na wasaidizi ambao wafanye kazi kikamilifu kanisani and i will even say something deeper don't be angry what i'm saying is the truth na usikasirike There are pastors here resign for full time ministry. Resign for full time ministry. Go for a job. Do the job and build a church. Until the church is established. You have a better ministry.
Don't be angry. Usikasirike. It's wisdom. Hiyo ni hekima. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because some of you wengine wetu always you are taking three offerings. Kila wakati unachukua kadaka. Always you are calling your church members. Kila wakati unaitwa shirika. Always can you do this for me? Kila wakati unaoongoza. Wewe umekuwa mzigo kwa kondoo. Instead of being a blessing to the sheep, you have rather become financial blessing. Badala ya kuwa baraka kwa kondoo zako, umekuwa mzigo wa kifedha. Can I visit you in the house? Can I visit you in the office? Not to pray for them, but to get something as you are going in your pocket. Kila wakati ukiwatembelea, ni senti unatafuta kasadaka kadogo pale ili uweze kuendelea na maisha. You are more anointed to lead that type of life. Wewe una mafuta speciali ya kuendelea na maisha sampuli. God respects you. Mungu anatarajia eh? as a servant. Uwe mtumishi. You don't need to reduce yourself to that level. Usijiteremshe pale chini. So there's a stage in ministry that you don't need to be in full time ministry. Take a job. Do the job from morning to evening and then you do the ministry in the evenings and over the weekends. Kuna wakati fulani katika huduma inakupasa uwe na kazi ili uweze kujenga huduma ukiwa unafanya kazi yako kwa sababu inakusaidia kutokuwa mzigo kwenye kondoo. I did lay ministry for 14 years as a medical doctor. Nilifanya kazi ya usaidizi kwa miaka 14 nikiwa daktari ambaye anatibu watu. So I was practicing I'll go to the hospital. Ningeenda hospitalini. From the morning kuanzia asubuhi. From the morning to the evening I'll be in the hospital, I'll be working I'll be treating patients, giving instructions, giving tutorials to medical students and I'll close in the evening then I'll drive straight to go and do ministry. I did that for 14 years. Alikuwa ni daktari asubuhi anawatibu watu, anawasaidia wale wanafunzi wanaosoma udaktari, anafanya kazi hadi saa 11 jioni kisha ndio anaenda kanisani na alifanya hiyo kwa miaka 14. And by the grace of God over those 14 years I pioneered seven churches. Na kwa neema ya Bwana kwa hizo miaka 14 aliweza kuanzisha makanisa saba. Amen. Amen. Three of those churches that I pioneered are pastored by bishops today. Makanisa matatu kwa yale ambayo alianzisha wakati huo leo hii yanaongozwa na maaskofu. So you can do a lot as a lay person. Kwa hivyo kuna mengi unaweza fanya ukiwa msaidizi. So after today the pastors here you must resign for full time ministry. I mean it. Go for a job. All right. Look, that 30 member church does not need a full-time pastor. It does not. Kwa hivyo inapaswa wachungaji fulani hapa leo uchukue hiyo na ugundue kwamba unahitaji kufanya kazi kwa sababu wa shirika 30. The 50 member church does not need a full-time pastor. It does not need it. Kanisa la watu 50 alihitaji mchungaji ambaye yako pale asubuhi hadi jioni. Yeah. And I'm speaking to you as somebody who has seen it before. Mimi nakuzungumzia kama mtumishi ambaye ameshaona hiyo mbeleni. Even one of the churches that I pastored, it grew to 350 people. I was still a lay pastor. Makanisa moja ambayo alikuwa anayasimamia yalikuwa mpaka watu 350 na bado alikuwa anafanya kazi yake ya taaluma ya daktari. Then you have many people who are sitting in the church yawning at you, criticizing you looking at you cursing you in your head for taking their money and other all those people you can train them to help you to do the ministry badala ya kuwa na watu ambao wamekaa pale wanapiga miayo ukihubiri wanakuangalia wanakudharau katika mioyo yao unaweza ukawakuza kufanya kazi ya huduma now what you must realize is that 
many mega churches depend on lay people kitu kimoja lazima utambue ni kwamba makanisa mengi makuu yanawategemea wasaidizi when you go to dr yongcho's church seoul korea the pastor of the largest church in the in the world 800000 um people majority of his pastors majority of the pastors and the majority of the workers are lay people unpaid when i say lay people people who are not paid by the church ukienda kwa kanisa ya daktari yongi cho ambao iko na watu kama laki nane utagundua ya kwamba kuna watu wengi ambao ni wachungaji na wanafanya kazi ambayo ni kazi zao tofauti ina maana ya kwamba hawalipwi na kanisa the great methodist church has what, what they call lay preachers ordinary people amen amen kanisa la methodist liko na wahubiri ambao ni wasaidizi tu watu ambao wamejitolea wana huduma lakini wanasaidia there's a, a church in ghana it's a pentecostal church it's called the church of pentecost it was started by an irish missionary okay they have they have over 6000 uh, churches is a pentecostal church okay majority of the pastors are unpaid people majority of them are unpaid people kuna kanisa moja pale akra gana inaitwa kanisa la pentecoste ambayo ilianzishwa na mrusi mmoja kanisa iko na kama matawi elfu sita na hiyo kanisa watu wengi ambao ni wachungaji pale ni watu ambao wamejitolea hawalipwi na kanisa kufanya kazi ya uchungaji my own denomination lighthouse chapel international ile dini right. ambayo mchungaji anahusika nayo lighthouse chapel is largely a lay ministry by the grace of god we are heading towards 3000 branches We are operating in more than 70 countries as of today. 70 to 80% of all the pastors are lay people. People, doctors, engineers, carpenters, traders, students who do their work or they are studying and then they are also pastoring our churches. They they start the church themselves, they pastor the church themselves, they grow the church themselves and the church doesn't pay them what is the, the shilling coins is what one shilling the coin do you have coin what's the lowest the lowest a shilling the, the, the church doesn't pay them for all the 14 years that I worked as a lay pastor the church didn't pay me one city i bought my own petrol i drove to the places myself in fact some of the places that we rented we paid for the places on our own from our own pockets kanisa ya lighthouse ambayo askofu anashiriki nayo wanaelekea sasa kuwa na matawi kama elfu tatu katika mataifa mengi ya ulimwengu na unagundua ya kwamba wanatumia wasaidizi kukuza hizo kanisa na hata wakati mwingine inawagharimu kulipa kutoka katika mifuko yao kwa kazi ya huduma god is showing you this morning a powerful key that is going to bring church growth to you mungu anakuonyesha leo asubuhi ufunguo moja ambao itakusaidia kukuza kanisa make use of your lay people that are sitting in the church jifunze kutumia wale watu ambao wamekaa pale kanisani na wanaweza kuwa wasaidizi about four weeks ago a bishop invited me to uh, south africa for a church go conference and uh, i was very surprised he has 15 pastors he has 15 pastors kama wiki ni all of them are lay pastors 
kama wiki ambayo imepita Skofu amekuwa pale nchi ya South African alikuwa ameenda kwa kongamano kama hii akagundua mchungaji pale ako na wachungaji 15 chini yake ambao wote ni wasaidizi He said I had Bishop Doug teaching it and I adopted it 15 of them they are working some of them are big some of them are small people you know and all that and that is why he has a successful church akagundua ya kwamba huyu mchungaji alishika mafundisho yake ya Skofu Doug Edward Mills na akaanza kutendeza hiyo na sasa hivi kanisa lake linaendelea vizuri Now is the lay ministry biblical is it biblical Sasa swali ni hii je huduma ya usaidizi ni ya kibiblia Yes it is biblical Ndio ni ya kibiblia Amen Daniel was a prime minister and yet he was a prophet of God Danieli alikuwa ni katibu mkuu na pia hata hivyo alikuwa ni nabii. Do you remember in Daniel chapter 2 when he was threatened eh, for execution? The Bible says that and when he went to his house, he opened his windows and he prayed three times as he was wont to do. The prime minister who was praying three times a day. He was doing his secular work and then he was also doing his ministerial duties. Danieli akiwa katibu mkuu alipotishwa aliomba na Biblia inatueleza kwamba alikuwa naomba mara tatu kwa siku akiwa katibu mkuu na tena kama kiongozi nabii wa kiroho. Amen. 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 Apostle Paul, the greatest church planter of all time, for most of his ministerial period, he operated as a lay pastor. Mtume Paulo ambaye alikuwa ni mpanda wa kanisa nyingi alikuwa ni mtu ambaye alikuwa na kazi nyingine alikuwa anaifanya. Acts chapter 18 let's pick it from verse 1. Matendo ya mitume mlango wa 18. Acts chapter 18 from verse 1. Matendo ya mitume 18 kuanzia msaada. After these things Paul departed from Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a certain Jew named Aquila born in Pontus who had recently come from Italy of his wife Priscilla because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome and he came to them verse three. look at verse 3 so because he was of the same trade because Paul was of the same trade he stayed with them and worked for by occupation they were tent makers so Paul was a tent maker Mandiko haya tumesoma tunamuona Paulo amekuja kwa Korintho na akiwa hapo akakutana na Aquila na Priscilla ambao wote walikuwa wanashirikiana katika kazi ya, kute, ya kutengeneza hema. He built tents, sold the tents and lived by the income of the tents and then he went about preaching, teaching, starting churches, exhorting people, appointing pastors, appointing leaders. As a lay as a lay church planter a lay pastor alikuwa ni mtu ambaye alikuwa anatengeneza hema akiziuza na akatumia hizo senti kwenda kufanya kazi ya huduma akihubiri na akipanda makanisa alikuwa na usaidizi katika huduma later on when he was rounding up his ministry to go back to Jerusalem he explained this fact to the elders look at look at um, look at um, Acts chapter 20 uh, from let's pick it from from verse 30 Matendo ya mitume 20 kuanzia mstari wa 30 So of your own selves shall men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years 
I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Now look at verse 33. Verse 33. I have converted no man's silver or gold or apparel. Yea, ye yourself know that these hands have ministered unto my necessities and to them that were with me. Ye yourself know that these hands have ministered unto my necessities. How did his sons minister unto his necessities? His daily needs. Because he used his sons to build tents. He was a tent maker. Mtume Paulo anawelezea kanisa la Efeso ya kwamba alitumia mikono yake mwenyewe kujihudumia mahitaji yake na hakuutamani pesa zozote za mtu ama nguo zozote za mtu kwa sababu mikono yake aliyatendeza kazi na akapata marejeo ma, ma yake pale. Go back to go back to verse 33. I have converted no man's silver or gold and apparel. You see, when you are a pastor and you don't do what I'm telling you you become a pastor who you look at your church members they are car like that you are always converting you are always chasing their silver their gold you see pastors trying to visit rich people when you get one rich person in your church hey, that man is in trouble every two minutes you are calling him you are visiting him you are praying for him you know, not because of pastoral care but because so that something will come into into your pocket but paul is saying i have converted no man's over or gold or apple why these hands of mine that is why i was saying that if you are here and you have a small church and you are in full-time ministry resign and go and look for a job and get a salary so that you can look after yourself and build that church out of the integrity of your heart and be free from all men so that you can do what God has called you to do. Mtume Paulo anasema ya kwamba hakutamani kitu chochote cha mtu. Alitumia mikono yake na wachungaji wengi wakipata hata mtu mmoja tu tajiri katika kanisa wanamlemea na mahitaji yote, wanamtembelea sio huduma ya uchungaji, lakini ni kutafuta kitu ingia katika mikono yao. Amen. Yeah. Bishop Dag he started the ministry as a lay pastor. Askofu Dag Edward Mills alianza kanisa akiwa mtu msaidizi. He also was a medical doctor in 1991. He he gave up his medical career because the Lord asked him to enter into full-time ministry. Alikuwa ni daktari wa kutibu watu na mwaka wa 91 Mungu akamuuliza awachane na hiyo taaluma ili aingie katika kufanya kazi kikamilifu. So he turned himself into a businessman. Sasa akajigeuza akawa sasa ni mfanyabiashara. He became a sand and stone contractor. Yeye akawa ni mtu ambaye anajaza lori mchanga akizituma na kuziuza. He used to supply people who were building their houses, having project, he would supply them sand and stone so that he could get money to look after himself and be a lay pastor and not depend on the church's little income. See, when you start building the church you must allow the church to be stable the church to flourish you must every income that comes into the church you must invest it invest it into buying good equipment invest it into buying better chairs invest it into training your people invest it into getting a life you invest into the church because when you build a church the church will build your life 
Askofu Daga alikuwa ana malori ili aweze kujihudumia mahitaji yake na kwa sababu inakupasa wakati fulani katika kanisa uweze kutumia rasilimali vizuri kununua viti viombo na vitu kama hivyo kuwakuza watu wako kwa sababu ukikuza kanisa kanisa hiyo itakukuza Pastors Pastors listen to this If you build a church the church will build your life Ukijenga kanisa kanisa itajenga maisha yako Lift up your right hand. Say if I build a church. If I build the church. If I build a church. If I build the church. The church will build my life. The church will build my life. Amen. Amen. My current church that I am pastoring. Kanisa we have done 70 years. This is our 8 year. Kanisa ambayo askofu anaongoza hivi sasa wanaingia mwaka wao wa nane. We started of 250 people. Walianza na watu 250. God has blessed us with several thousands of people now. What Mungu amewabariki sasa na watu wameingia katika maelfu. Now. Whatever I could not do 7 years ago, I can do now. Wachochote ambacho hakuweza kufanya miaka saba iliyopita, hivi leo anaweza kuifanya. If I want to buy a brand new Toyota Land Cruiser Askofu akitaka gari mpya ya Toyota Land Cruiser brand new mpya kabisa ijatumika mbeleni mara gafa mara moja ameinunua one touch gari pass one touch if i want to fly first class business class space class whatever class it can be done Hivi sasa askofu akitaka kuingia kwenye ndege na akae katika kiwango cha kwanza mara moja inawezekana. Hello? Hello. Eh? Uh-huh. If I want to build a house, askofu akitaka kujenga nyumba. It can be done. Mara moja inawezekana. Listen. There is nothing by the grace of God now based on where the Lord has brought us. There is nothing that if I want the church cannot do it for me as by the grace of god i've given myself to build the church now the church can build my life hivi sasa askofu hakuna chochote ambacho anaweza taka kanisa lishindwe kulifanya kwa sababu alitumia miaka yake kuijenga kanisa na sasa kanisa na uwezo wa kumjenga so that is why i'm teaching you that make use of your lay people so that you don't have to you know you go to a church the keyboard is is paid The drama is paid. The saphonis is paid. Those who receive the the offerings are paid. The ashes are paid. Everybody is paid. How much money is the church going to be left with for expansion and growth and to build the church? There will be nothing. When you go to home, you go today from this conference, everybody that you pay to do something, tell them call a meeting and say from today no more people if you won't do it out kuna makanisa ukienda kila mtu na kila kazi anafanya iwe kubwa ama ndogo analipwa kanisa haitabaki na pesa baada ya kongamano rudi kanisani waachishe wote ambao unawalipisha wakitaka waondoke how many of you have understood what i said eh yes christians must serve the lord as their sacrifice wa kristo lazima mtumikie mungu kama zabiu yeah You say bishop when i do that my people will go. let them go god will give you new people 
kama wataenda waende Mungu atakuletea wengine wapya. Yeah. You know um there's a very big pastor who had who had he was paying everybody. He was paying everybody. Kulikuwa na mchungaji ambaye alikuwa ni mchungaji mkuu, alikuwa analipa watu wake wote walikuwa kwa instrumentalists, wachezaji viombo, the musicians, wanaoimba. He helped Bishop Dark say what I've just uh, said. He called for a meeting and said from today no more payment. Alimsikiza askofu Dark akisema kile ambacho tunaambiwa, akaita wale watu wake wote akawaachisha. All of them left. Wote waliondoka. He stood in front of the church and said, "Otako, is there anybody here who would like to be trained to play the destin?" By the time he finished training the people, they were now struggling for the equipment because every equipment had many people who could play. There are a lot of people in your churches. God will touch their hearts. He will touch their hearts. He will touch their hearts for them to love you, for them to love the church and to work sacrificially. Kuna watu wengi katika makanisa yetu Mungu ana uwezo wa kuwagusa mioyo yao wajitolee kufanya kazi kama kujitolea. So the lay ministry as you can see is biblical. Huduma ya usaidizi ni ya kibiblia. Now what are you going to do with your lay people so that they can help you? What you have to do is that you must train them. Ni nini utafanya ili uwasaidizi wapatikane? Ni kwamba utawakuza, utawafundisha. You must train them. Lazima uwafundishe. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you understand it? Amen. Eh? Mm-hmm. Na pastors. Mm-hmm. Pastors. Wachungaji. Let me show you your work. Wacha nikuonyeshe kazi. How many pastors want me to show you your work? Ongapi tungependa kuona kazi yetu? Because many pastors are not doing their work. Kwa sababu wachungaji wengi hawafanyi kazi yao. Yeah. What is the work of a pastor? Kazi ya mchungaji ni nini? Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 and 12. Wa Efeso 4 mstari wa 11 hadi 12. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 and 12. Wa Efeso 4 kuanzia mstari wa 11 mpaka 12. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Na aliwapa wengine kuwa mitume, manabii, wainjilisti, wachungaji na walimu. Watch me. Why are you a pastor? Why are you a prophet? Why are you an evangelist? Why are you a teacher? Why are you an apostle? Why has God called you into the fivefold ministry? What is the purpose? Uh, you are an apostle, is that not it? Apostle, yes. What is the purpose of the fivefold ministries in the church? Kusudi ya hizi huduma tano ni nini katika kanisa? Kwa nini umeitwa kama mchungaji, mwinjilisti, mtume, nabii na mwalimu? Verse 12, mstari wa 12. Verse 12. Now watch this. For the perfecting of the saints, God has given apostles evangelists prophets pastors and teachers for what reason for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ kusudi ya watume watano ama zile vipawa watano ni kwamba tuwakamilishe wateule na tuwatayarishe kwa kazi ya huduma na ili tuwawezeshe kukua katika mwili wa Kristo hallelujah amen Now listen to the NIV. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Listen to this. For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. For the equipping 
of the saints for the work of the ministry. Pastor, your work, listen, Pastor, your work is not to do the work of the ministry. Your work is to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. Kazi ya mchungaji ni kuwapa waumini vifaa kufanya kazi ya huduma. Kuwapa vifaa kufanya kazi ya huduma. Hello. Hello. Pastor, what is your work? Your work is not to do the work of the ministry. Your work is to equip the saints. The saints refers to the sheep, the members, the congregation, the people that God has given to you. All right? God has given them to you for you to equip them, for you to train them, for you to to give them skills, for you to bring them up, for you to teach them, for you to transform them so that they would be ready to do the work of the ministry so that the body of Christ will be edified. Kazi yako kama mchungaji ni wewe kuwapatia wale watu ambao Mungu amekuletea vifaa ujuzi uweze kuwakuza wafanye kazi ya huduma ili mwili wa Kristo uweze kuimarika. What is the work of the ministry? Kazi ya huduma ni nini? Prayer, maombi, soul winning, kuvua nafsi, caring for the sheep, kuweza kuwalinda kondoo. Is that also? Hiyo ndio kazi ya huduma. Playing equipments in the church, kucheza viombo kanisani, ministering in music kuweza kuhudumu katika mziki and all that na mambo kama haya pastor your work is not to move around you are the usher you are the musician you are the one who is on the crusade platform you are the one who is straight, who is leading the choir people to sing you see pastors walking around with towels you are sweating every time you are just sweating always sweating moving from place to place sweating tight the stress that is not the ministry your ministry is to gather the people group into group and equip them with the word of God with the wisdom of God impact the wisdom impact the anointing impact the power of God give them the wisdom give them the skills and release them to go out there to do the work of the ministry kazi yako kama mchungaji sio kuangaika kandani ya kanisa ukikimbia huku na kule ukifanya aina hii ukitokwa jasho kazi yako ni kuwaleta watu kwenye kanisa kuwagawanya kuwapa vifaa kwa kazi ya huduma hiyo ndio kazi yako amen amen How many pastors understand this? But many pastors don't like to train leaders. Lakini wachungaji wengi hawapendi kuwakuza viongozi. They rather like to steal the leaders from other churches. Wengine wanapenda kuwaiba viongozi kutoka mahuduma mengine. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. When they come to your church and they see your nice singer that you have trained kuna wachungaji Kuna wachungaji wakikutembelea wakiona mwimbaji wako mzuri wanamuita kando. How much are you paid here? Wanamuuliza unalipwa ngapi? I'll offer you something better. Anasema mimi nitakupatia mara mbili. Amen. Aha. Jesus calls you a thief. Yesu anakuita mwizi. He says the thief does not enter through the door. Anasema mwizi haingii kupitia mlango. Amen. So your work It's not to go about sweating organizing the choir uh, uh, everywhere everywhere you are there no your work is to gather the people train them train them to preach train them to teach train them to lay hands on people train them to visit train them to know the word of god train them to know how to teach uh, to learn the word of god and to teach it to pray to visit people to do so in and then release them 
then release them for them to go into the work kazi yako kama mchungaji sio kuangaika ndani ya kanisa unashughulika na kwaya na kila kitu unapangusa vitu na mambo kama hayo yako ni kuwafundisha waumini waweze kufanya hiyo kazi ya huduma hiyo ndio kazi umepewa then you will be able to do your core duties ndio sasa hapo wewe utaweza kufanya yale mambo ya maana ya maalum ambayo mchungaji anapaswa kufanya the core duties when i say core duties do you understand it The core duties of every pastor is three. Number one, leadership. Number two, prayer. Number three, ministering of the way. Ya ile kazi ambayo mchungaji hawezi kupeana ni kazi ya uongozi, kazi ya maombi na kazi ya kufundisha neno. Paul said, follow me. That is leadership. Paulo alisema, nifuate, hiyo ni uongozi. So you the pastor you provide leadership. Kwa hivyo wewe kama mchungaji unapeana uongozi. Your core duty is to pray. Kazi yako ambayo unastahili Yesterday I spoke a lot about prayer. Jana tulinenea maombi. And your call to do is to study the word of God. Kazi yako ya ndani ni kusoma neno la Bwana. Acts chapter 6 from verse 1. Matendo ya mitume mlango wa sita kuanzia mstari wa kwanza. Acts chapter 6. Now in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied there arose a murmur of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in their daily ministration. Verse 2. Then the twelve called a multitude of the disciples unto them and said, "Watch this pastors. Watch this. It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables." Give me another translation for this verse. Another translation. So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. They said, "We apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. Uh-huh. Not running a food program." Now, the food program represents all the other things that as pastors we engage ourselves in in the church running around sweating. Sweating. You are the pastor who buries somebody, you are the pastor who marries somebody, you are the pastor who cancels, you are the only one who cancels. You are who, you are the anointed man of God. Tunaona hapa ya kwamba kazi ya mchungaji ni kazi ile ya ndani kufundisha neno na maombi sio kuangaika na kufanya kila kitu kana kwamba ni wewe peke yake umetiwa mafuta. That is why you are dying. Many persons are dying. Ndio kwa sababu unafariki polepole. That is why your wife is not happy with you. Ndio kwa sababu mke wako hakuchangamkii. Kwa sababu the time you go home. Kwa sababu ukienda nyumbani. You can't do anything. Just snoring. Beautiful wife is lying by you. Mke wako mrembo toka. Na umengorota yako yote. When she holds your hand, uh, your hand goes. Ukiguswa mkono hauna nguvu. She puts your hand here. Mkono hauna nguvu. Because you are too exhausted. Kwa sababu umechoka. Amen. Amen. Look at Exodus chapter 18. Angalia kitabu cha kutoka mlango wa 18. Exodus chapter 8. Kutoka mlango wa 18. Then Jethro, Moses's father-in-law, took Zipporah, Moses's wife, after he had sent her back, and her two sons, of which the name of one was Gershon. Continue. And the name of the one continue. And Jethro, Moses's father-in-law, came with his sons and his wife unto Moses into the wilderness where he encamped at the mount of God. Continue. And he said unto Moses, I thy father in law I am come. Yes, yes, yes. And Moses went out to meet him. Yes. And Moses told his father in law all that the Lord had done unto Pharaoh. Continue. And Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness. Yes. 
And Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord, yes. Now I know that the Lord is greater. Continue. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a bent offering, yes. Now, watch this. Mm-hmm. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people. And the people stood by Moses from the morning unto the evening. Bible scholars tell us that there were anywhere between 2.5 to 3 million Jews who left Egypt. So can we imagine? Moses sat to judge the people. And the people stood by Moses from the morning. Let's say every day there were 50,000 people who had problems. No, because if your congregation is 2 million or 3 million, Every day there will be a minimum 50,000 people, 100,000 people, 20,000 people who have issues who would like to see you. And Reverend Dr. Apostle Prophet um, Evangelist Moses. Mm-hmm. Eh? Start from the morning till the evening. Continue. When Moses' father in law saw all that he did to the people, he said, what is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone? Take note. Take note. Why sittest thou thyself alone? And all the people stand by thee from morning unto evening. And Moses said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come unto me to inquire of God. The people come unto me. I am the man of God. Musa alijiona kana kwamba ni yeye pekee yake ndiye ako najibu kwa ajili ya maswala ya wanadamu. Pastors really feel to be really men of God. Na wachungaji hujihisi sana kujisikia watumishi wa Mungu. With all the accoutrements. Na hayo mambo yote yanakuja na bodyguards. Watu ambao wametuzingia. Your church is 20 people. You have five of them are your bodyguards. Kanisa lako ni washirika 20 lakini watu tano ni watu wanaokulinda. Na wako na umbo ya polisi. Your iPad is carried by two people. Your towel is carried by another person. Biblia kwa inabebwa na watu wawili na kitambaya jasho inabebwa na mtu mmoja. Hey man of God. Mtumishi wa Mungu. But you see, if you say you are a man of God, you must have evidence. Sasa kama unasema wewe ni mtumishi wa Mungu, lazima ukue. Elisha said to the captain of the 50s who has been sent to capture he said, "If I be a man of God, let fire come from above right out to consume you." By the time the third captain of whatever came, when he came, he said, I know that you are a man of God. Please have mercy on me. Let's stop playing games in the church. Let's roll up our sleeves. Let's become practical leaders and get to the job and build the church and stop just being men of God. Lazima tuamue tutafanya kazi ya huduma na tuache mambo mengi na michezo mingi. You don't have money in your church. We are going to borrow money to buy a car. Because your friends pastors they have cars. Perhaps your ministries can afford it. Your church cannot afford it. Wait, take matatu. Take matatu. Mm-hmm. Buy a motor. Walk with your God has given you your car. It's this AD11. Just walk like this until the time comes when you are able to comfortably afford a car that will not destroy the progress of your church. 
tusiingie katika mashindano ya wachungaji kununua gari unakubidi ukope kwa sababu kanisa haina uwezo wewe kaa pale ambapo ulipo kama ni kutumia matatu kama ni kutembea na wakati utakuja ambapo utaweza kununua gari he said why do you sit alone through training your lay people you are going to have a lot of workers a lot of unpaid workers who help you in the church kupitia huduma ya usaidizi ukiwakuza watu utakuwa na watumishi wengi ambao wataweza kufanya kazi ya huduma pasipo malipo na watakusaidia and they really want to help you na wanataka kukusaidia they really want to help you wanataka kukusaidia yeah they really really want to help you wanataka sana kukusaidia many years ago um we went to train some lay pastors for a big man of god um in our city miaka kadhaa iliyopita askofu aliyosika kwenda kuwakuza watu kwa ajili ya mtumishi mwingine mkuu pale Accra these were doctors lawyers doctors traders businessmen teachers you know uh, several servants now as we are doing the training do you know what they told us they said they said they said we have always desired to do something but we have never had the opportunity rather we have sat in this church for 15 years criticizing our pastor hawa watumishi waliokuwa wameenda kuwakuza askofu akiwa mmoja wao wale waliokuwa wameenda kupitishwa mafundisho walisema tumetamani sana kuhusika tumetamani sana kufanya kazi mbele lakini kwa miaka 15 tumekuwa tukimkashifu mchungaji wetu just before i came here i think last week friday i went to visit a big man of god a founder of a, a denomination I mean he has had all kinds of problems. Last year I went to preach for him and then uh, raised up a lot of workers and trained them. I trained them. I trained them this year from from I think um January to about May. When I met him, I was asking, what are the guys doing? He said they have planted 25 new churches as lay pastors. 25 new churches as lepers he said i don't pay them anything he was shocked it has never happened in his ministry if i couldn't even believe it but when i went to the church i preached this same message that i'm preaching here he said bishop help me he told me bishop help me and i spent my time going to his church to train people from he has built 25 branches people who don't bring him any problems that is how you can have a mega church and it is going to happen to you in the name of Jesus amen i said it's going to happen to you in the name of Jesus amen mwaka uliopita askofu aliyosika katika kumsaidia askofu mwingine kukuza watu kusaidia katika kazi ya huduma na hao watu walifungua makanisa 25 jambo ambalo halijaonekana na kupitia hii huduma makanisa yetu yatakuwa makuu hallelujah amen Continue the scripture. And Moses said unto his father, because the people come yes. When they have a matter, they come unto me and I judge between one. you are not the only one they can come to you. Train other people so that they can go to them. Train other people so that they can go to them. Continue. And Moses's father-in-law said unto him, look at this. The thing that thou doest is not good. You alone sitting in this church and pastoring and taking charge of everything as the only called anointed man of god it is not good there he gave him advice 
Look at that. Continue. Thou will surely wear away. Both thou and these people that is with thee. For this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. You can't do the ministry alone. It is too burdensome. It's too heavy passes. You need help. And the help are the people that God has given to you in your church. Msaada wa huduma ni wale watu ambao Mungu amekupatia. Hii kazi ni nzito uwezi ifanya peke yako. Hallelujah. Amen. Continue. Hearken now unto my voice. Now watch pastors. I give thee counsel and God shall be with thee. If thou be thou for the people to God what? That thou mayest break the courses unto God. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws and shalt show them the way wherein they must walk and, and the work that they must do. I seen it. He said, train the people. Train the people. Teach them the word of God. Show them what they must do. Baba mkwe Musa alimwambia wewe wakuze watu wafundishe watu ile ambayo wanafaa kufanya leta viongozi wengine. Verse 21. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men such as fear God, men of truth, having com- hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties and rulers of So he said, train people and then place them over the congregation. Let somebody be in charge of the choir. Let somebody be in charge of the outreach. Let somebody be in charge of the people that you have trained. Let let somebody go and plant a church. Let somebody become a cell leader. Train the people and place them over the different, 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 different groups. For what purpose? For what purpose? For what purpose? Verse 22. And let them judge the people at all seasons. Let them minister to the people. Let them take care of the people. Let them visit the people. Let them counsel the people. Amen? Do you understand? Let them lead the people into outreach at all times. And it shall be that every great matter they shall bring unto you. You, the pastor, you are there to deal with the serious matters in the church. When a couple wants to divorce, it is not the, it's not the duty of your ordinary lay people to handle that. That is where you come in. That is where your authority, your power, your wisdom, your anointing, your experience comes in. But the ordinary small, small matters in the church, train the people and hand it over to them. Ukisha wakuza watu, ukisha wafundisha, unaogawanyesha katika viwango tofauti na yale mambo ambayo ni ya umaana mzito ndio unaletewa kama mchungaji. Kama kwa mfano watu ambao wanataka kupeana talaka, hao ndio wanaletwa kwako kama mchungaji. Amen. I have I have I have for pastoral work. I have for pastoral work only for full time people. Then I have about 20 lay pastors. Then I have about 600 trained shepherds who help me to work my cathedral. 
Askofu ako na wachungaji wane ambao wanafanya kazi muda mzima kanisani, alafu ako na wachungaji ishirini ambao ni wachungaji wanaofanya kazi biashara aina na taluma tofauti, alafu ako na watu mia sita ambao wanaongoza vikundi vidogo vidogo katika kanisa yake. Yeah. Even my full time pastors they can do the work. Every Sunday some of them bring like some of them bring like over 300 people to church one pastor the people that he's bringing from his area over 300 some of them over 250 in their areas a pastor is handling over 500 people one of my one of my full time pastors and he also has about 50 shepherds that he's working with i mean it's not a small thing you, you can't do it alone you will die and not only will you die your church will not grow it won't grow it will not grow but if you have people you know doing different things all over when you pull it all together you have a great work going Inapaswa ya kwamba kama mchungaji uwe na watu ambao wanakusaidia kwa sababu hii kazi ni nzito uweze ifanya peke yako na hao wakiwa wanafanya kazi katika maeneo tofauti ukiwaleta wote pamoja ndio inaonekana ni kanisa kuu Let them judge the people at all seasons and it shall, it shall be that every great matter they shall bring it unto thee but every small matter they shall judge so shall it be easier for thyself and they shall bear the burden of the ministry with you your lay people who are sitting in the church god has given them to you so that they will share in the burden of the ministry grab an amen Wasaidizi ambao Mungu amekupatia katika kanisa kusudi ni kwamba waweze kukusaidia kubeba mzigo wa huduma. Hey, Jimmy, I can assure you that you die in two years if you go ahead handling everything in this church. In two years, you are young man, you die. Na kuhakikishia katika miaka miwili iwapo utafanya kila kitu utakufa. If you don't die, you become very old. So sometimes you see a pastor who is a young man but he looks very old. The ministry has beaten him until his hair is gray, his mustache, everything and when he's walking just walk like a, there's no spirit in him. Niposo unakutana na wachungaji ambao bado ni wachanga lakini wamechapa miaka imeonekana kwa sababu gani huduma imekuwa mzito sana kwao. And above all that his wife is is not happy with him. Na kujua hiyo mke wake hajafurahia haya mambo. My wife is happy with me. Mke wa askofu anamchangamkia. Yeah. After church remind me I'll show you a test that I sent. When I was in I sent her a test. Hata kuna SMS ambayo inadhibitisha hiyo. Pastor Dasmit, are you understand what we are talking about? Don't handle everything. Don't try and be the anointed man of God in your church. Train the people and share the burden with them. Whatever they mean. Wakuza watu na uwapatie kazi. Hallelujah. Now continue. Verse 23. Watch this. Never forget this verse. He said, "If thou do this thing that I am telling you, the advice that I'm giving to you, and God command thee so." So what he said, the advice that I'm giving to you, it is not my own mind. This is the commandment of God to you. Baba Mungu is the commandment. He said if thou shalt do this and God command this so then 
thou shalt be able to endure and all these people shall also go to their place in peace your church will be healthy your church will be stable your church will be exciting like pastor jimmy's church it's an exciting church yeah 11 p.m two days ago 11 p.m i was here all right and then his people were around his people were around happily i said call them they came for about 20 minutes i'll just you know share with them and i could see happy faces ordinary people these are people that the following day they are going to work but 11 p.m they are here around their pastor happy to be trained to do the work with the pastor that is how you see a mega church here Ndoko sababu unaona kanisa ambayo ni kuu hapa kwa sababu mchungaji amewakuza watu wake wanasisimka wako hapa saa usiku na kesho bado wanaenda kazini hiyo ndio kusudi ya kuwa na kanisa kuu <laughs> Every Sunday morning from about 5 a.m. my shepherds they descend into the communities like an army that have descended kila jumapili saa moja asubuhi askofu akipitia viongozi wake wa vikundi vidogo vidogo wanaondoka kama jeshi au be in the house yeye atakuwa nyumbani hot. we shall give ourselves continually to prayer to the ministry of the way tutakuwa tumejipa katika neno la bwana na maombi they descend into the communities of buses wale viongozi wa vikundi vidogo vidogo wanaingia nyumba wakitoa watu waende kanisani tuende kanisani you can't be sleeping uwezi kuwa ukilala yeah. and oh come 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 and tell them. huyu ni mmoja baadhi ya wale viongozi katika huduma ya askofu tumpigie makofi jameni she's from this church she's come to a bible school what do you people do do you have a cell Yeah. Where? What do you do? Okay, every Saturday evening we go for area fellowship. That is a cell meeting? Yes, it's a cell meeting. We have a service with the worship. It's just a normal service just that it is done in their area. And then every Sunday morning we go and wake up every soul that we have in that cell group. We wake them up. We do everything possible to bring them to church, all of them. Then you wake them up and send them into the buses? Sometimes if you are not ready the bus leaves you so you have to organize and walk to them of church to church Look it is not easy mm. So when you see the church full do you understand it it is not the work only of the pastor it is the work of the pastor plus all the lay people in the church working together to build a large church wakati ile unaona kanisa imejaa watu ni kazi tu sio ya mchungaji lakini pia hata wale viongozi ambao wamehusika ili waweze kusababisha hiyo kanisa iwe kanisa kuu this year April or May I started another service the service starts at 6:30 in the morning mwezi wa 4 mwezi wa 5 hivi askofu alianza uh, ibada pale katika kanisa yake ambao inaanza saa 12 asubuhi 6:30 in the morning saa 12 unusu asubuhi which means that the people must rise up and come to church like 5 a.m. ina maana ya kwamba kuna watu lazima waingie kanisani saa 12 asubuhi na that service i was telling pastor Jimmy that service has already crossed 500 people tayari hiyo ibada ina watu zaidi ya 500 6 30 a.m. you come to church and then 500 people are sitting down there being taught the word of God. It's not only my work. It's my work 
plus the people that have trained to work with me. Saa 12 unusu asubuhi watu tayari wako pale kwenye ibada wanapokuwa So the, so lay people have been talking to you about lay people and the mega church. How many of you are going to make use of your lay people? Are you going to make use of your lay people? Amen. Now the book, the, the book people are not here. Are they here? There are two books that I like to introduce uh, to you. One of them um, actually three. Okay? Two. One of them is called and their books by Bishop Dan. Uh, what it means to become a shepherd. Now, in that book, it shows you how to train your leaders. And then there's another book called Lycos or Lay People. That book talks about what ordinary people can do. These are two books that I think that uh, you, know, you don't have some in your office. Do you, have, do you have in your office? Maybe someone can bring in your office so I can introduce them to you. Amen. So, the key of lay people, lift up your right hand. Say I'm going to make use of my lay people. I'm going to make use of my to help people. me to build a mega church. Help me to build a mega church. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then remember that when you go, all the people that you pay to do things in the church, stop paying them. Wakati ule unaendelea kuwakuza watu, wale watu ambao unawalipa kufanya vitu kanisani, una Are you going to stop paying them? Stop paying the keyboardists. Are you a full-time pastor? You're a full-time pastor. You are very lucky. Umenusurika. <laughs> what about the video guy? Are you a full-time pastor? Huh? Come. What about the come come? What about the sound technician? The sound technicians there. Are you full-time people? Huh? You are full-time. Your work is what? That is what you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, because because he's about to lose his job, so you need you we need to justify that he's just about to lose his job. I'm just about to sack him. We can sack him, right? <laughs> he's not just a sound guy. Yeah. He does maintenance yeah. in the compound. Every yeah, so so he has work to do. But I am talking about the person who the sound is ministry. You know, the person who plays the guitar. Can you imagine it? The person who plays the guitar is paid. The person who plays your keyboard is paid. No. They must do that as their Christian sacrifice. Can I have an amen? Amen. How many of you are going to sack them? Eh? And, and make an altar call and take people who are willing. Look, all the money, all the money that you use to pay them you can gather it and buy a land, build a church, expand the church, do something. Do something. Do something. Do something. Kuna gharama utaokoa ukiacha kuwalipa watu wengi kanisani na unaweza hata kununua shamba ukapanua huduma. Is it often pastor says the pastor says we don't have money. We want to do project we don't have money. One of the leadership principles that a pastor must operate by is that always count your pennies. Always count your pennies. Use money wisely. Wachungaji ambao wanalia kila wakati sina pesa na tunahitaji kufanya hii. Kile ambacho nahitaji ni kanuni ya kujua jinsi ya kuhesabu mapeni yako. You can do a lot with the little 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 offerings that your people give. You can do a lot. Kuna mambo mengi unaweza fanya kutokana na ile sadaka ambayo watu wanapeana ukijua siri ya kuitumia kwa hekima. 
Amen. Eh? Let me quickly give you three keys to prosperity. Number one, don't borrow. Is it don't borrow. When you owe money, it means you are poor. Usiwe mtu wa kukopa. Ukiwa uko na deni inamaanisha wewe ni maskini. Any pastor here who owes money you are poor. Kila mchungaji aliye hapa na uko na deni wewe ni maskini. Yeah. And I will explain. Nataelezea. Look at me everybody. How many of you know that zero is greater than minus 1000? Aha. Zero. Zero is greater than Minus thousand. How many of you know that? Kushinda kuwa na elfu is many of you, your mathematics is not good, so you don't understand what I'm talking about. Your mathematics weren't good at the time. <laughs> eh? Zero Sufuri. is greater than minus two thousand. Come, brother. He owns the bank hundred thousand shillings. Wewe mchungaji yako na deni ya benki ya elfu mia moja. That is minus. Hiyo ni kuondoa. That is minus. Ni kuondoa. It doesn't belong to him. Sio yake. Do you understand that? He doesn't owe anything. Huyu mwingine hana deni lolote. He doesn't owe anything. Hana deni lolote. But he doesn't have a car. Lakini ana gari. He doesn't have a house. Ana nyumba. Then as I He owns 100,000. So the car that he's using, he owns. Huyu ako na deni 1,000. Gari mavazi yote ni deni. So in reality, kwa hivyo katika He doesn't have anything. He has something. Huyu ako na kitu. Kwa sababu hana deni. Now, the key to not borrowing. Let me give you there are two there are a twin. The key to not borrowing and go into debt is humility and sacrifice. Funguo ya kutokuwa mtu wa madeni ni unyenyekevu na kujitolea. If you are humble, ukiwa mnyenyekevu as a pastor, kama mchungaji, drive when you must drive. Don't drive when you must not drive. Usiendeshe wakati ustahili kuendesha. Bishop, why why are you talking about this thing? Because that is the foolishness of pastors. Tunasema ya kwa sababu hii ndio ile upumbavu ya wao. It's the foolishness of pastors. Ni upumbavu wa wao. We try to portray that we are big. We try to impress. You don't need to impress anybody. John chapter 5 and verse 44. Jesus said, "How can you believe You who, who receive honor one from the other and not rather the honor that comes from God. Don't compare yourself with anybody. Take your time. Yes, take your time. Be in your little corner. Do you understand it? And build gradually. Build gradually without debt, without loans, without anything. Wear the same shoe. You see, I have been invited by Pastor Jimmy. I'm a bishop. And I'm not poor. That's what I'll tell you. I'm not poor. I'll tell you. I'm not poor. I'm not poor at all. I sat in business class to come here. I'm not poor. But I have since I came here I have not changed my shoe. This, this is the only shoe that I've worn since I came here. You can ask Pastor James and the rest who came here. I came with a little bag like that. Pull a long bag. 
same shirt, same jacket that I've been wearing. Do you understand it? If you think that you can judge me by that, you have made a mistake. Askofu amekuja hapa katika unyenyekevu na tena yeye ni tajiri kupita hiyo na hajabadilisha viatu vyake tangu afike na ukijaribu kumpiga bei kwa sababu ya koti ama viatu umepotea. That is why you don't have money. Ndio kwa sababu una pesa. You are buying things that you cannot buy. Unanunua vitu so, so that, uwezo. So that when when pastor Jimmy stands. Ndio ile pastor Jimmy akisimama. I want to be like him. Don't try to be like him. Try to be like yourself. For you are beautifully and wonderfully made and that your soul knoweth very well. Kwa sababu vile ambavyo ulivyo Mungu amependezwa na hiyo na nafsi yako ijue hiyo. Don't force to drive the Benz that he drives. Usingangane kuendesha gari ambayo mchungaji anaendesha. He has every right to drive even more than a Benz. Yeye ako na uwezo na hata anastahili magari mengine makubwa kushinda. Look at the property that he has bought in 7 years. Angalia hii vitu ambavyo yako navyo katika miaka 7. Yeah. Yeah. So if he wants to drive a Benz, he can drive it. Akitaka kuendesha Benz, tumbuka hiding a little corner. Lakini wewe uko pale katika pembe. The whole place is dusty. Hapo and worship nobody can see their faces in the church. Watu wakipiga sifa pale watu hawaonani kuna wingu la mvumbi limeinuka. Eh uh, you have that in your church. Yeah, there will be more that because the atmosphere is great. Put your hands together for the Lord. Patie suma kofi mazuri haleluya. How many of you understand the preaching? Are you going to make use of your lay people? Because God is teaching you how to build a mega church. Amen. Amen. The reason why our church is very rich. Kusudi ambayo kanisa letu lina pesa is because most of the people are not paid. Ni kwa sababu watu ambao wanafanya kazi pale hawalipwi. I've given you the secret. Don't tell anybody. Wacha nikupe siri usiambiane. It's between us. Don't, don't tell anybody. Will you, will you tell somebody? Usiambie mtu isiri. A church that has more than 2000 pastors. 70% of them of these pastors who are pastoring churches, 100 people, 150 people, eh? 500 people, 70 people, 50 people, different congregations. 70% of more than the 2000 pastors are not paid by the church. Siri ni hii ya kwamba huduma yao iko na zaidi ya makanisa mbili na asilimia sabini hadi themanini ya wachungaji wanaofanya kazi wakiendesha ya makanisa I have 20 I have 20 lay people in my cathedral I don't pay them even one shilling Askofu wako na wasaidizi 20 kwa kazi ya huduma na hawalipi hata peni moja and I did lay ministry for 40 years na askofu I was not paid a kazi katika huduma miaka 40 na hajalipwa so all the money that you should use to pay the pastors you gather all of them and they remain in the ministry that is why as i'm speaking to you right now we are we are having about 450 different building projects askofu anavyotuzungumzia hivi sasa ni kwa sababu ya hiyo siri na hivi sasa katika huduma yao wako na zaidi ya mijengo 450 ambazo zinaendelea this year we have bought a property in um, Peter Marisberg South Africa we are we are getting ready to buy another property in uh, Cape Town for our our church there we just buy the properties 
Wakati waskofu wanatuzungumzia hapa, wamenunua mjengo Peter Marisburg South Africa na wanataka kununua nyingine. Our cathedral in London. Jengo la London. 1.3 million pounds cash. Jengo la upande London Uingereza walinunua katika pesa taslimu nukta milioni nukta tatu. How many of you are receiving wisdom? How many of you are receiving wisdom? Are you receiving wisdom? That is why I'm saying when you go go and sack the guitarist tell him if you can't play put it down. Keyboardist you can't play. Asha you ask pay no more pay. You will see that starting from next week your income will begin to go up. All the money that you are scattering around you keep and use it to develop your ministry. Hekima tunayopokea hapa ni kwamba sio lazima tulipe watu wote ambao ni wafanyikazi kanisani. Hiyo pesa tukiweza kuhifadhi tutaona hata pesa za kanisa zikienda zikiinuka. You are the video man. Yes. Are you paid? No. What work do you do? Basically for me I just volunteer recording basically matters of with me in church. Yeah. yeah. Do you want us to pay you? No. Yeah. We won't pay you. Do you want us to pay you? No. Uh, give me some water. Answer, answer it. I want to, I want you to answer it with confidence. Do you want us to pay you? No. Uh-huh. We will not pay you. Yes. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. I did lay ministry for 14 years. 14 years. The church never paid me anything. Askofu alifanya huduma ya usaidizi kwa miaka 14 na hakulipwa na kanisa hata siku moja. Amen. Amen. Key number five for church growth. Fungua ya tano ya kukuza kanisa kuu. Thank you. If you want your church to grow, you must engage in planting of more churches. Kama unataka kanisa yako ikue, lazima ujihusishe na kupanda makanisa mengine. Kanaf. Kanaf. Church. Plenty chairs. Pastor, pastors, watch. Now, can a lot of people help, 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 help? Those of you at the back. Now, put put five chairs here. Five here. Put three here. Viti vitano hapo. Quickly, quickly. Can I have three chairs here? Uh, Pastor Larry and the rest, please. Can you? Help? Can you put 10 chairs here? 10, 10, 10 chairs here. 10. Three, three here, three here. Only three. 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 Hallelujah. Right. Now wait. How many chairs are here? Is what? 18 make it 20. 20. Very good. Okay. Put five chairs here. Five. Are there five? Put seven chairs here. Seven chairs here. Okay. So that's okay. You can take the rest away. Anthony, how many chairs are here?
Pastors. The next key for church growth for your mega church. Eh? The next key for your mega church is the key of planting more churches, more branches of your church. How many are here? Twenty. Huh? Good. How many are here? Five. How many are here? Uh, seven. Put three here. Three chairs here. How many are here? Huh? Thirty-six. Add, add, um, add four more to be forty. Now, there are two ways of having a mega church. The first way is building one congregation, and the second way is building several congregations. Kuna njia mbili ya kujenga kanisa kuu. Njia ya kwanza ni kujenga kanisa moja ambayo ni kuu, na njia ya pili ni kujenga makanisa mengine tofauti tofauti ambayo inafanya kanisa. You know pastors, it is very difficult normally to build one large. It is difficult and it takes a lot of time. Wachungaji inachukua muda mrefu na pia tena kazi nzito na kazi ya nguvu mingi kujenga kanisa moja ambayo ni kubwa. So if you want to have a mega church, ukitaka kuwa na kanisa kuu, One of the things that you have to do is to also plant more branches of your church. Njia ya kujenga kanisa kuu ni wewe kujua ya kwamba unaweza kupanda matawi mengine ya hiyo kanisa yako katika maeneo tofauti. Amen. Amen. Now, this is your church. Kanisa yako ndio hii. 40 people. Watu 40. Amen. Amen. This is your church, 40 people. Watu 40. For the last four years. Miaka mimi This is a church that you have been able to build. Hii ndio kanisa ambayo umeweza kuijenga. Do you understand it? Now. When you were two years. Wakati ule mlikuwa watu wawili, miaka miwili. When you were three years. Mlipokuwa miaka mitatu. And you had 30 people. Na ulikuwa na watu 30. What you could have also done was to start other branches. Kitu nyingine ambao ungefanya ni kwamba ungeanza matawi mengine. When you start other branches. Ukianza matawi mengine, what is the size of your church? Sasa ile uzani wa kanisa yako, the size of your church after you are in your sixth year is 40. Ukubwa wako 3. 43. Ukubwa kanisa yako plus how many are here? Ni 20. plus 3 na kuongezea 6 plus 7 na ukiongezea 5 na instead of having a 40 member congregation if you put all your churches together you have almost 80 people badala ya kuwa na kanisa moja baada ya miaka mane na umeenda ukiwapanda matawi unagundua kwamba uko na kanisa kubwa katika maeneo tofauti how many of you understand it wangapi wanashika hiyo now not only do you have 80 members sio tu kwamba uko na watu 80 income this one gives you 5000 shillings because they are all your church all these are your churches so this one gives you 5000 shillings This one gives you 500. That is 
This one gives you 2,000 shillings. That is 7,500. This one gives you 500. That is 8,000. This one gives you uh, 1,000. That is, that is uh, 9,000 9, shillings. And this one also gives you another 10,000 shillings. 10,000 shillings. You have more income than only the 5,000 shillings that you have here. So also in terms of income, you have more. Faida ya kuwa na matawi mengi ni kwamba zile pesa na rasilimali uko nayo kama kanisa inaongezeka ukilinganisha na kanisa moja can give you two workers. This one can give you two workers. So instead of having only five workers, but then you can also in your branches if you put it all together, you have 20 workers. Unapata ya kwamba uko na wasaidizi 20. Can I have an amen? Amen. So both in terms of members, look, in uh, April, April this year, mwezi wa 4 mwaka huu. We, 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 we had our Easter uh, Good Friday service at a public at a public square. Kanisa la Lighthouse waliweza kuwa na mkutano wakati wa Pasaka ambapo ilikuwa ni mkutano wa hadhara, mkutano wa nje. Now it was only for the churches in the capital city and then a little beyond. Tema. Tema and a little beyond. Ilikuwa ni makanisa kama kwa mfano yaliyokuwa Nairobi na yale katika maeneo ya Nairobi, maeneo kama Ruiru, Rongai na mambo kama hayo. That came together. Ambayo yalikuja pamoja. That came together. Do you know how many people were there? 100,000 people. Kulikuwa na watu 100 kutokana na hayo matawi tofauti hayo kanisa katika mkutano mmoja. From the different different branches around. Kutoka matawi tofauti tofauti. That is not like every church has been able to bring because when we went to church on Sunday, how many of you couldn't come for this thing? You saw a lot of people who couldn't come. Na bado kulikuwa na watu ambao hawakuweza kwenda kwa sababu Jumapili walipouliza watu walikuwa. How can you gather 100,000 people? Utalitaje watu 100,000? You can't easily gather 100,000 people from one congregation. Huwezi leta hao watu kutoka tu kanisa moja peke yake. But it's possible for many congregations. Lakini inawezekana ukiwa na matawi tofauti. So if you want to have a mega church Another strategy that you must use is to plant many 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 churches. Ukitaka kuwa na kanisa kuu lazima ushike hiyo funguo ya kupanda matawi tofauti maeneo tofauti. How are you going to be able to plant churches? Sasa utapandaje makanisa? Number 1. La kwanza, train people. Wewe wakuze watu. Have a church planting training program. Lazima uwe na mpango ama mpangilio wa kupanda makanisa katika kanisa unayoyongoza. I normally train my people over 6 months period. Askofu wanawakuza watu kwa muda wa miezi sita. Amen. Amen. I train them in prayer. Anawakuza katika maombi. I train them in the study of the word of God. Anawakuza katika kusoma na kulijua neno. I give them selected books that they must study. Anawapatia vitabu ambavyo yeye mwenyewe ameachagua. Church planting, mega church, church growth, loyalty books. Vitabu katika maeneo tofauti kama ya unyenyekevu jinsi ya kupanda makanisa jinsi We have in our church a product called a makana which is camp camp meetings uh, messages that Bishop Dark has done so it's in a, a pack I I ask all of them to get it and then listen to them 
wako na kifurushi inaitwa makanee ambayo inatokana na mafundisho ya Bishop Doug Howard Mills katika mikutano yake ya viongozi yamekusanywa pamoja During the six months period they have to pray 100 hours katika muda huu wa miezi sita wanalazimishwa kuomba masami ya moja with different stages of fasting wakipitia mitindo tofauti days fasting kuomba days fasting siku tatu five days fasting siku tano seven days fasting siku saba 21 days fasting siku 21 kufunga na kuomba and they should lay a foundation of 100 hours lazima waweke msingi wa masami ya moja and i meet them one on one askofu anakutana na wao every sunday kila jumapili they come to me wanakuja kwa askofu Whatever I'm doing, chochote ambacho askofu anafanya. They are part of it. Wao wanahusika. They see it, wanaiona. They are learning. Wanaisoma. At the end of the six months period, baada ya hiyo miezi sita, I pair them in twos. Yeye anawaweka katika vikundi vya watu wawili. And then I send them out. Alafu anawatuma wanaenda nje. So in April I was telling uh, Pastor Jimmy, in April this year. Kwa hivyo mwezi wa 4 mwaka huu, all right? I sent them out to go and start 14 churches. Aliwatuma nje kwenda kufungua makanisa matawi 14. Immediately after that, baada ya hiyo, I've gathered about 60 more people. Amekusanya tena watu 60. I started training them in 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 May. Alianza kuwakuza mwezi wa 5. And I'm going to train them up to about October. Na atawakuza mpaka mwendo wa mwezi uh, mwezi wa 10. And I'm going to send them in threes. Na atawatuma katika utatu kikundi wa watu. Na wataanza matawi mengine 20. Last two years I started 16 churches. Sasa miaka miwili imepita askofu ameanzisha makanisa. So over the last three years. Kwa hivyo kwa miaka mitatu 16 plus 14 plus 30 that is 60 churches. Askofu ameanza makanisa kama 60. Hekima piga makofi jamii. Only me for my cathedral. Sasa huyo ni askofu pekee yake kutoka kwa ile kanisa. This same process is being replicated by all our bishops. Sasa mtindo huu unatumika na maskofu wale wote wanafanya kazi chini ya Doug Howard Mills. Within the last one year Bishop Doug his church is called the First Love Church have started over 100 branches. Sasa askofu Doug yeye mwenyewe kama mchungaji kutoka kanisa lake wameanza makanisa matawi mengine 100. How can you do that? Utafanyaje hii? How many people can you employ to plant churches? Sasa ni watu wangapi utaandika kazi kufungua makanisa? That is why I spoke to you about your lay people. Ndiposa nilikuzungumzia kwa the people that I'm talking to you about they are lay people. Watu hao wote ambao nakutajia ni watu wasaidizi. Ni watu ambao wanafanya na serikali. Walimu. Some of them drive their own taxis. Wengine wanaendesha matatu. Now in our church to be a pastor you can be you are a laborer if you are called you can be a pastor. So, katika dini yao kama umeitwa unaweza fanyika mchungaji. We have from laborers right down to university professors. Sasa wana wachungaji kutokana na wale watu ambao wanafanya kazi ya chini hadi mpaka wakufunzi katika chuo. University professors. Watu ambao ni wakufunzi. If you are called kama umeitwa do the ministry. Wewe fanya kazi ya huduma. Amen. Amen. Now can you imagine sister churches? Sasa wewe wazia matawi 60 in the next 2 years. Katika miaka miwili ijayo. If all of them have 20 members, 30 members, 40 members, 50 members, 70 members, you know, and then they are all having an income of 1000 shillings. Sasa every month I can add 60000 shillings to the income that I already have. Askofu sasa kutokana na kanisa yake na kupitia How many of you can understand the preaching? Can you understand the preaching? Je, unashika hiyo? Yes. So instead of 
trying to impress to build one big congregation. Do you understand it? Eh? You can also have that same large congregation by doing many, many, many church plants. Sasa badala ya kujisumbua na kujikaza sana kujenga kanisa moja kubwa, unaweza jenga kanisa kubwa lakini kupitia matawi katika maeneo tofauti tofauti. Amen. Amen. Karaba, amen. Amen. Now, church planting is very important. Sasa jinsi unapanda kanisa ni muhimu. Because Jesus has commanded us to go everywhere with the gospel. Yesu ametuamrisha twende katika ulimwengu kote na injili. So when we plant churches, what we are doing is that we are allowing the gospel and the light of the gospel to move into different 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 corners. Amen. Kupitia kupanda makanisa tunaruhusu mwangaza wa injili uingie katika maeneo tofauti tofauti. We must fill all our villages with churches, all our towns with churches, all our cities with churches. If we don't do that, other religions are going to take over. Kenya is a Christian country but other religions are trying to take over from you guys. Sasa la tukifanya hivi tunaweza kusukuma eneo na injili kote kote na tusipofanya hivyo hata kama kanisa la Kristo hapa Kenya madini mengine na imani zingine ziko tayari kuzitunyang'anya. Kanaba amen. Amen. Kanaba amen. Amen. If we don't plant churches and then we just limit ourselves. Pastor Jimmy you must have house of grace or ganta rongai. You must have it everywhere. Everywhere. Lazima not only in Kenya. You must step out of Kenya. Uganda, Tanzania, we are waiting for you to come to Ghana. Yeah. We have sat in Ghana and we have sent people and we have started missions in over 70 countries including China and India. Huduma ya Lighthouse Chapel wako na makanisa katika mataifa sabini hata China pia wako na kanisa. We have about 15 churches in India. Wako na kama makanisa 15 katika bara Hindi. We have started churches in China. Wameanza makanisa China. Do you know people who are starting churches in China? Umesikia watu wanafunga makanisa China? Students who have gone to study. Hao ni wanafunzi wameenda kusoma huko. Students who have gone to study. Wanafunzi wameenda kusoma wamekuwa missionary huko. The missionaries in India are students that went to study. They are studying law, they are studying computer, they are studying, you know, the, and then we took them and trained them. As you are a student also do the church. Wale ambao wamefungua makanisa India ni wale walienda kama wanafunzi na wamepitishwa katika mafundisho, wamekuwa ni missionary pale na wamefungua makanisa huko. There are a lot of your members who don't respect you who criticize you call them train them and send them to go and start churches when they go the ministry will beat them when they come they will respect you a lot kuna wale ambao wanakukashifu kama mtumishi wa Mungu vile umevaa vile unaongea vile unafanya mambo wakusanye wapitishe mafundisho watume wafungue huduma watachapo huko viboko vya huduma watarudi watakuheshimu you know about um, about two Sundays ago The guys that I said I send them in April to go and start the 14 churches. When they start a church it doesn't mean that they are finished. I continue to train them. Like they are learning on the job. Wakati wale ambao wameshafungua makanisa sasa wanaendelea kusoma wakiwa wanafanya hiyo kazi na askofu bado anaendelea kuwakufunza. Now they will come and see me for a meeting. Watakuja kumuona askofu kwa ajili ya mkutano. And because 
I'm so busy on Sundays. Na kwa sababu askofu ako na amefanya kazi nyingi sana bado ako na kazi Jumapili. They have to wait for many hours. Inawaposa wangoje masaa mengi kumwona. Not that I don't want to see them but I have so many things. Na kesi yote kwamba hataki kuwaona ni kwa sababu ya ukubwa wa kazi na huduma anayoifanya. So recently I saw them waiting. Alafu akawaona wanamsubiri. And I went to them and said you guys you have become very very humble. Akaenda akawaona vile wamesubiri akawaambia ah ninakuwa I couldn't get you to wait for meetings. Now you can wait for one hour, two hours. Lakini sasa kwa sababu walikuwa wameenda wakafanya kazi ya huduma, wamerudi na wako tayari. You know why they wait subiri? Humbly. Since they started the church. Tabii they started the church. Somebody had 20 members. Mtu alikuwa na washirika 20. Then after four weeks. When they can say, ah, "How is your church doing?" Sure, sure. Kanisa linaendelea. Only five members came to church today. Suddenly they have realized that to build a church and to have a congregation of 20 people it is not a simple thing. Kwa hivyo akagundua sasa baada ya kujaribu kazi ya huduma kuwa na washirika 20 ni kazi ambayo ni nzito. I serve as the the vice chancellor for our Bible uh, school and I want to I want to give all of you a blessing if we are pastor here. You have young men, young women that you want to train. All right. You can send them to Ghana to a Bible school. I will give you scholarship and we shall train them for you freely. Wow. Askofu amesema kama uko hapa na uko na vijana ambao wanataka kufanya kazi ya huduma, unaweza watuma Ghana na watapitishwa mafundisho bure kwa sababu wametuelewa. All your applications to Pastor Jimmy. Pitishia hayo maombi yako kupitia mchungaji Jimmy. All that you need is to fly them to the school. Chochote unahitaji tu ni kuwasafirisha na ndege. Give them a monthly allowance for them to eat. Alafu uwapatie mwezi kwa mahitaji yao ya kibinafsi vitu kama uh, makaratasi na vitu kama The scholarship includes tuition. Ya sasa hiyo mafundisho watagaramiwa ile malipo ya wakufunzi pale. We spend like $10,000 on every student a year. Wanatumia kitu kama dola elfu kumi kwa ajili ya mwanafunzi mmoja kila mwaka. Tuition. Hiyo ni kuwafundisha mafundisho. Um, free accommodation. Tunawapatia first class hotel type accommodation. Na tunawapatia pahali pa kukaa sampuli ya hoteli with a kitchenette inside. Hapo kule wanakaa watakuwa na jikoni yao ndogo. Kitchenette inside. Pale jikoni ndogo. We give them free textbooks. Tunawapatia vitabu vya bure. 11 textbooks they are big libraries. Vitabu 11 ambayo urefu wake unafikia hapa. We give it to them. Wanapewa. They don't pay utilities. Hawalipi mambo kama maji Water, na stima. electricity all that is taken care of. Hawalipi maji na stima. It includes basic medical care. Pia inamaanisha kama watapatwa maumivu yoyote so all that you need to do is to be sending them money every month for them to take care of them. Wewe tu ni kuwatumia tu pesa kila mwezi kwa ajili ya mahitaji ya binafsi. And also they have to pay for their um, immigration. Alafu to live in the country. Wanahitaji kulipa ile gharama ya kuingia. So that is my blessing for you. You are blessed. Kwa hivyo hiyo tayari ni baraka tumepokea. Makofi mazuri kwa askofu kwa ajili ya kupanda mbegu kama hiyo. Amen. But I always tell the students Any time you are going somewhere and you see a pastor who has gathered 20 people and is preaching to them go to that pastor greet him salute him give him an offering let him lay his hands on you and then go humbly because it is not a simple thing 
wanafunzi wamefundishwa ukienda popote upate mchungaji akona washirika 20 msalimie mpe sadaka mruhusu wa kuombee kwa sababu hiyo sio kazi rais we need to plant churches everywhere tunahitaji kupanda makanisa kote kote now kenyan pastors wachungaji wa kenya you don't like to go away from kenya hamtaki kutoka kenya Me I'm not from Kenya. I know Kisimu, I know Nakuru, I know Edoret, I know Naivasha. You don't know them. Askofu si mkazi wa Kenya, sio mtu wa Kenya, lakini anajua pale kama Kisumu, Eldoret, Nakuru, Naivasha na maeneo mengine. And how do I know all these people? Two church plant. Is church plant that has sent me to all this. Anajua hayo kwa sababu ya wale watu ambao wamewatuma kutoka huduma yao kufungua makanisa hayo maeneo. Amen. Amen. If we don't send people from our churches, our churches will die. Kama hatutatuma watu kutoka makanisa yetu, makanisa yetu yatakufa. Receive the anointing to plant churches. Okay, upako kufungua. Receive the anointing to plant churches. Okay, upako kufungua. Amen. Amen. Every ministry that is represented here, I, wa- I want to give you a target. Nataka ni for the next five years, plant at least five churches. Wacha nikupatie azimio katika miaka tano ijayo, fungua makanisa. Is that a good target? Is that a good target? How many of you don't have any branch at all? You don't have any branch. Lift up your hand. You don't have any branch. You don't you have one church. You don't have any branch. Can I see your hand? Yeah, so many of you. All right. And those of you who have continued to plant. That's you have a big church. Select hundred of them. Hundred of them. And select the best ones. The best ones. Don't send away people that you yourself you know that don't do well. Sasa kama mchungaji usifungue makanisa na kutuma watu ambao unajua vizuri hawataweza kazi. Keep those ones and care for them. Hao wewe baki na wao. Many years ago in 1992 at 1992 or 1993 Bishop Dark called a group of us who used to work very closely with him. Miaka kadhaa imepita miaka ya 91992 Askofu Daga alita wale ambao mmoja wao akiwa askofu wanao shiriki pamoja na yeye kwa ukaribu We were his best people Hao ndio walikuwa ni watu bora team A yake pale kanisani I was a doctor Bishop Steve was a, a banker manager Bishop Sam was working in a financial institution Bishop Jake was uh, working with uh, uh, US uh, AID top 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 people he called her and said You are my best people. I'm sending all every one of you go and start a church. Go, 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 go. We say, "Oh, we like to say, go, go." He sacked all of us go and plant churches. Askofu Daga alileta wale watu ambao walikuwa wanafanya kazi na mabenki, wengine madaktari, watu na taluma tofauti, akawaleta akasema nyinyi ndio watu bora kabisa kanisani. Lakini nawatuma fungua makanisa. Now, rubbish in, rubbish out. So if you send rubbish, you get rubbish. If you send good people, you get good you get good churches they going to have strong churches strong branches and like i said when you put it together you are going to have a big ministry clap your hands for the lord ukituma watu ambao hawana ubora niyo ndio utapata lakini ukituma watu ambao wana uwezo utapata kazi nzuri hallelujah amen the key of church planting funguo ya kupanda makanisa the key of church planting funguo ya kupanda matawi mengine amen amen key number six fungo la sita the key of operating small groups fungo ya kuweza kuwa na vikundi vidogo vidogo the key of operating 
small groups funguo ya kuwa na vikundi vidogo vidogo stand to your feet everybody kila mmoja tusimame been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon. Opposite the Collegon main gate. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service 6:30 a.m. to 8:30 a.m. His presence service 8:30 a.m. to 10:30 a.m. and love and faith service 10:30 a.m. to 12:30 p.m. Other languages L'Eglise Glorious French 7:30 a.m. to 9:30 a.m. Love and Victory Gun 7:30 a.m. to 9:30 a.m. and Love and Hope Tree 9:30 a.m. to 11:30 a.m. Our vibrant youth church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek invitation service this and every Tuesday from 6:30 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. prompts for prayer, counseling and further inquiries. Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.